Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Hello, Akuo. It's great to be with you once again. I hope you were all able to enjoy your new year with family and friends, and I pray that you are here with us now looking forward to the new year, to 2024. Not with fear and trembling or being overwhelmed, but rather with excitement for what is to come. Now, I know for me, I'm feeling incredibly excited about the year that we have in front of us. Y'all, as a church, this is our fourth year that we are stepping into, and it's amazing to me that we are here now. And one of the things that we have done since that first new year that we celebrated in 2021 is something that a few other churches practice as well. We start each year with a 21 day of prayer series. Now, the reason that we do this is because we want to make sure that we are starting the year in the best way possible. We want to be connected to God by surrendering to him. We want to get this year started in the best way possible. And it actually started with last week by looking back and understanding the miracles that we are currently standing on. Well, that can help align us with what God has coming for us this year moving forward. This is something that we have talked about when it comes to generosity of our resources over the last few years. You see, in the Jewish scriptures, God instructs his people to give the first 10% of whatever it is they bring in. Not to earn his favor, not to like, you know, I give you this, you give me that, or to stay away from punishment, but to cultivate a life of gratitude and generosity. By giving God what is first, we are able to enjoy every gift as a means to experience and extend his grace. It's called tithing, and tithing is God giving us the blessing of a life unburdened by greed or pride. So we want to do the same with our time. We want to make sure that we give away and dig into our relationship with God to start off the year. Now, to do that, I want to encourage some of you uh, to, to give away some of your time over the next few weeks. I want to encourage you to do a fast or give up something, specifically around time. For the next three weeks, I want you to give up something that will free up some time for you to spend more time listening to God. Now, quick aside, just like tithing resources, this tithing of the beginning of the year, it's really just the beginning. This shouldn't be the only time this year that you make an intentional effort to connect to God. Okay, so I want to encourage you to do a fast of some sort. I want to encourage you to give up something that specifically takes up your time. Think of what tends to occupy your time, either or it, what it might be mental or it might be emotional. What gets the first thoughts of your day? What gets the first time of your day? What gets the most of your free time? Now, I'm not saying like, oh, work, oh, I'm just going to stop working. No, I'm, I'm going to stop being a friend or a spouse or if good. No, 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 none of those things. Like, it, it's more about the things that you do with your free time outside of your responsibilities. What is taking up that time? Is it social media? Is it playing games? Could it be too much Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or, or, you know, Amazon Video, any of these things? Think of all the things that you do in your free time. Pick one to give up so that we can devote a little more time to God to kick off this year. So we can see where he is leading us. Time away from secondary things can help open up your eyes to the Holy Spirit and how it is working in your life. Now, I'll tell you the way that I figured this one out for myself this year. I look at all the things that I spend time doing and I'm thinking through them. And I got to this one thing and I immediately said to myself, no way. 
No way I'm giving that up. I enjoy that too much. It's kind of like how I decompress. And that's how I knew it. That's exactly what I needed to give up. It needs to be something that hurts a little, that's going to be a little bit difficult, something that will not be easy. When we lay something down in the physical world, it can help us look better at the spiritual. By doing this, it doesn't make God connect better with us. It just clears out some of the other things in our lives so we can focus better on Him. We're going to need this this year. And here's why. You know, 2024, it's going to be a year where every single one of us is challenged at some level. Now, before you change it to something else, just, just hear me out. Let me break this down. Because each year, we go before the Lord to ask Him what it is we need to be focused on during the new year. In 2021, we, we've gotten a word each year too. So in 2021, that word was fruitful. We learned that when we dig our roots deep into God's living water, which is the Holy Spirit, we allow the fruit of the Spirit to be born through us. It's not something that we create. It's something that is created and given to us. In 2022, the word was sturdy. We learned that we need to have our entire lives built upon Jesus. He is the foundation of our lives. When we can do that, we can have a sturdy life, a life that can withstand the weight of our problems and can also help others out in their time of need. And then last year, in 2023, it was ready. You are ready as constructed. You don't have to create something. You don't have to get ready. You are ready to make an impact on this world. And I say all of this because it has led to the word for 2024, which is community. Okay, full transparency here. I struggled with this word. I got the word. I didn't like it. It didn't feel right. Shared it with a few people. I was struggling with this idea of this being our direction for this year. And as I was talking through it, I was thinking like, man, we have this locked down. We talk about community all the time. It's in our mission statement. It's why we exist. Look. We exist to bring people into community with Jesus and one another. That's the mission statement. So it is almost like one of those things that I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, man, I, we got this. I don't know if that's the right word that we need to be going through this year. But after we have learned all of these things over the last few years, it seems like the next thing for us to do is to dig into community in ways that we haven't done it before. We really need to apply ourselves to building community in the best way possible. Because when we look at what a true community looks like, while we have made great progress in developing that here, y'all, we have made so many good things happen and we have a fantastic culture, but we can still be doing more. Some of you might be thinking like, what? I already go to a community group. You know, I participate in this thing. How many more church things do I need to be a part of? Well, that's part of it. Because I think that we have placed such an emphasis on community being church stuff. That we have missed some of the bigger picture. Some of the bigger things that God has called us to be a part of than just our cool community. A part of being in community with people in the way we are being led this year can be community groups. Of course, those are great. But I feel like we are being pulled to something else. The scripture that I kept on going back to during the time of, of this word is found in the historical writings of the historian Luke. Here's what he recorded about the group of believers and what they were doing in their community not long after Jesus ascended back into heaven. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. 
They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. All right, reading through this, there are four things that jumped out at me. First, we see the believers. They are being devoted to the apostles' teaching, which was all about the good news, the gospel, and how you would live that out, which would be the fellowship that is talked about. Second thing, when you look a little deeper at that uh, word of fellowship, you see the Greek word used for fellowship is actually koinonia, the close association between people, emphasizing what is common between them. So yes, fellowship, but in a way where they are connecting on their commonalities. They are purposefully looking at the people in their group and not looking at how they differ, but how they are the same. It's about building common ground and working together in this community. Everyone in this community was in it together. Then the third thing that you see is that they are sharing in meals, which is what you would think it is. They're making food and sitting down and having a meal together. So many important things happen over a meal. Now, the only thing that's added to it is that every meal, they would take time to remember the sacrifice that Jesus made. They would walk people through what happened at the Last Supper that Jesus had with the disciples, and they would practice the sacrament of communion during that time. Then the fourth thing that you see is they had prayer. They prayed about everything together. Now, these four things are going to be what we are talking about in depth over the next few months. We will be doing things as a church that lead towards better fellowship, koinonia, to have the partnership that we have with each other. We're going to be having some church-wide meals. We're going to figure out a restaurant to meet up at some days. Other days, we might do a picnic in the pavilion, maybe some meals hosted in people's homes, potlucks, all kinds of stuff. Another part of this is communion. And y'all, we have lacked on the amount of times that we do communion here at Akuo Church. And I just, I gotta admit, that's all on me. You see, there have been times in my life where I saw people doing communion in a way where it just meant that they could leave the service at that point. I saw it as a thing where it might lose meaning to people, so we would do it sparingly. So I was thinking it'd make it more powerful, which I don't think was right. So just please forgive me on that. So this year, we're gonna make sure that we are doing communion at least once a month. We are going to do that. Then we're going to pray. We're going to listen. Now this piece has always been a part of who we are, but I think this is something that we can still all grow in. Now before we start off on this journey of 2024, we need to listen right now. That's why over the next 21 days, I encourage you to be digging into your time with the Lord. Now if you're someone that is new to spending time with the Lord, or you're looking for some new ways, here are some practical things that you can start doing during these 21 days of prayer. The first one is have a plan. This is pretty straightforward. We need to be intentional to get into better community with God during this time. It's really simple. It's just like any relationship that you have in your life. You didn't just become best friends with someone on accident, right? You didn't just like trip and fall and you're like, oh dang, maybe we're best friends now. I mean, maybe it started off by a chance meeting, but plans had to be created after that. 
Texts and emails were sent, phone calls made, hangouts put together, memories created. It's through these things that you created relationships with the people that you are close to. And the same thing goes with God. To recognize his voice better, you gotta hear from him more. You've gotta listen. It can't just be a time of you talking about all the things that you are praying about. Just like in relationships, it's not just you talking all the time and never listening to the other person. There's a back and forth. All the things that are in the front of your mind, it, you can't just spew them out all day. You actually have to listen to what's coming from the other side. And it's what we're all about here at Akuo. It's, it's kind of like this. I remember playing sports growing up. You know, there'd be a crowd there watching the kids, all the parents, grandparents, everybody in the stands. You know, there could be dozens, sometimes hundreds when we got into high school. But no matter how loud it was, I could always pick out my parents. I could always hear them when I was out there on that field or that court. I would always hear my dad's voice. And I could always pick up my, this special way that my mom would whistle. Through all the crowd, through all the noise and all the excitement, I could always hear them. I could always hear them cheering me on. Now that's what I hope for you with God's voice. I hope that you can spend so much time with him that you can always pick out his voice, no matter how loud it is, no matter how many voices are yelling in your direction, no matter how crazy the situation is, I pray that you are able to hear from God better than you ever have before. Then I want you to write it all down. Well, it doesn't have to be like pen and paper. It can be in your notes app, on your phone. You can do voice memos. Whatever the way that you choose to record these interactions, it's going to be very, very helpful for you. You see, it can be used like when something amazing happens. You'll be able to point back to this recording, the way that you wrote this down, the way that you put this away. So you can see how you started praying about that very thing at the start of the year. Or when bad things are going down, you can look back at these to see that you can hear from God. You have heard from him and you know that he wants the best for you and you've seen how he's moved in your life before and he will do it again. Also, like Luke in the book of Acts, these recordings can help fuel other people's faith because when people see God moving in your life, they can be more likely to see what he is about in their own lives. Then we can build our community of believers even further, which will then continue to expand the reach of what God has called us to do here at Akuo, which is to get people in community with Jesus and one another. It always goes back to that. Now to fully experience all of that for you as an individual, to fully get a community, the, get the, at the community that God has sent out for you, well, you have to believe in Jesus and what he did here on this earth. That's your first step towards it. And for some of you listening right now, maybe you've never taken that step of faith. If that's you, first off, thank you for listening to this. I appreciate your interest in what we are talking about and uh, participating in this, in this uh, conversation. Now, if while you are listening today, you decided that you want this, then I can help you with that. What I would like to do is help lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we would call a prayer. Now, in this prayer, you'll just simply confirm your trust and faith in him that Jesus is who he says he was, the Son of God, the perfect Lamb sacrificed for you to make you right with God. And I know that things can get a little weird. This can be a little odd for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you. Because here at Akuo Church, nobody ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. So if you want to confirm your belief in Jesus, just between you and him, just, just say something like this. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, 
the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now, I want us to go and listen. Let's listen to God right now. I want us to give some time. I want to give you some time to listen to what God is saying in our lives. And we can do that by making ourselves available right now. So what I want to do is take two minutes to just sit in silence and listen to what God has to tell us. We're going to ask him a question and then we're going to ask him to answer that question. Now, I want you to know it's okay if you don't hear from him. It's still good to just sit in the silence, ask him this question and just, just spend it with him. It's also okay if you get distracted in this moments. In these moments, just go back to him. Because remember, the best ability that we can have when dealing with God is availability. These moments can help you connect to him moving forward. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask God a question. It's something that you can ask now and you can continue to ask him over the next few weeks. He might answer now or it could be over time. So here's the question that I want you to ask for today. Just ask God, what community building do I need to be a part of? So we'll take a few minutes to ask and listen, and then I'll come back to finish in prayer. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for us. Jesus, help us. Help us this year moving forward. Help us understand the community that we are a part of. Help us understand the community that you want us to build. Help us understand the ways that we can uh, be generous, that we can help build the thing that you want here on this earth. Jesus, we thank you for everything, and we love you. We pray these things in your awesome and mighty and holy and graceful name of Jesus. Amen. 
Ariel, thank you so much for being a part of this today. Before we go, there are a few things I'd like to share with you. I mean, y'all here at Akua, we don't want to just talk about community. We want to be about community. So every single week, we're going to keep you posted on what is happening to help you get connected to the community better than you ever have before. So the first thing that we want to talk about, the first thing that we're going to be doing is happening next Monday, January the 15th. Not tomorrow, January the 8th. Next Monday, January the 15th. So as a whole church, as a community, we will be participating in the MLK March, which is the biggest march in the entire country. Now, what we're going to do is meet up at Freeman Coliseum parking lot at 9 a.m. and then get on the bus to take us to MLK Academy, where the march begins. From there, we'll walk a little under three miles to Pittman Sullivan Park, where we'll be able to hop on another bus to take us back to where our cars are parked. There's no sign-up need for this. Just be at the Freeman Coliseum parking lot next Monday, January the 15th by 9 a.m. And we will leave as a group. And also feel free to invite friends and family to come along with this. Now, the next thing that we have coming up will be a Sorrento linking day. On Saturday, January the 27th at 11 a.m., we will be hanging out with our friends from the Sorrento, handing out some food, and doing our best to bring good community, to be connected to them to really see them as equals in what we're doing here in our community. So if you're interested in being a part of this, we will get a virtual sign-up sheet going next Sunday. Now, the only reason we're able to link to our communities in ways like this is because you give to all of God's kingdom movements and trust that God wants to work through you here to Kuo. If you do give here, I just want to thank you. You are helping us make real impacts here in our community. So if you do give here to Kuo today, I want you to know that you aren't giving to a Kuo, but you're giving to your community through a Kuo. And that's a very different way of being generous. Now, if you aren't sure where to start, maybe you haven't heard from God yet about what you can be giving through a Kuo. One of the many ways that you can express your generosity is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which we talked about a little bit earlier. It just means giving a first fruit 10% offering in the storehouse, which is your local church. That could be where you start. And just like I was talking about earlier, that's a starting point. That's a jumping off point. I want you talking to God, asking him where you should be get, being generous, how you should be giving, being generous, and then do it in that way. Now, the celebration of giving might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family. And if it is, that's okay. Allow us to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to us at help at akuo.church, and you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to give here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. When you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to give your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to akuo at P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, everyone, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate you, and we will be praying for you. Me and the rest of our Akuo team, we will be praying for you throughout the rest of the week. Now, before we go, let me pray over you one last time. Jesus, I thank you 
I thank you for who you are. I thank you for how you move. I thank you for the direction that you have given to us for this year. I pray that as we move forward in our days, that you allow us to see the community that you have built for us. That you would remind us that we are fruitful because of you. That you would remind us that we have a sturdy foundation because of you. That you would remind us that we are ready because of you and because of all those things, we can go out and build community for you. Jesus, we thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray all these things in your holy and precious name. Amen. All right, that's all that we have for you this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.